Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast, where we balance living our 3D lives with the higher realms. We will dive into spirituality, personal growth, and self-care so that you can transform your life into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Catherine, a psychic medium, Reiki master practitioner, and intuitive coach here to empower you to overcome self-doubt and fear so that you can live your most aligned life. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Welcome back to the Intuitively Guided Podcast, everyone. Today, I am joined by my friend Kim Lipstick Witch. I actually found her probably like a year and a half ago, and she's an amazing psychic medium, intuitive. She'll explain all of the things, but welcome, Kim. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So I just want to start off by, why don't you tell the audience about yourself, what you offer, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Okay. So I am a psychic medium. Um, I have been reading tarot since I was like 14. Um, And as long as I can remember, I've communicated with spirits, animals, just everything around us. Um, I do tarot readings, but primarily what I do is lip print readings um, because I also have spent a good majority of my life in cosmetics. And that also is an obsession that started when I was about three. My grandma was an Avon lady um, for like over 20 years. And so one of my very first memories is um, she had this hot pink lipstick that she always wore and she would put it on every day before like she left the house. Like if she was going to the grocery store, hot pink lipstick like it was like her signature thing and as a child I always wanted some and she would pretend to put it on me but I think at some point I realized I wasn't getting it on when I didn't see it and so um she bought me like pretend lipstick as a kid and so I would go around putting it on for everybody so um I I think that's why I um, ended up spending so much of my life in cosmetics Um, But I've always wanted to blend the two and the last, gosh, four or five years I've been able to do that and I love it. So. Oh my God. That's amazing. I love that story. Um, So a lot of my listeners are like new to spirituality, new to intuition, all that stuff. I know you said that you've been communicating with spirit since basically since you could remember, but could you just tell us a little bit more about that journey and maybe some things that you did to like continue that development? Yeah, sure. So as a child, I didn't do anything to develop it, but how it started um, when I was like two or three, I used to talk to a spirit in my living room that I would wake up in the middle of the night and hear talking to me and it was down a hall. Um, But at the time, I thought it was the Jolly Green Giant because (laughs) my grandma ate so many like canned vegetables that she was able to like get a jolly green giant blanket for me like you turned in your labels from your canner (laughs) and I had a blanket on my bed and the spirit that I was talking to had a very deep voice and I don't I might be aging myself with this but in the 80s the jolly green giant commercial you would hear him say like ho 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 and so that's what it sounded like to me as a child so I always thought I was just like having conversations with the jolly green giant Uh um at that time I don't think my parents realized what was going on they just thought it was playing they knew I wasn't staying in bed 
Um, and I was getting up in the middle of the night. But as I got older, I moved to the San Bernardino Mountains and I would always be outside like talking to trees and I would tie ribbons on their um, branches and I would communicate with animals. And actually I read a book called My Side of the Mountain when I was like maybe in first or second grade about this boy who runs away from home and lives in a hollowed out tree and talks to the animals. And like, that was my dream <laughs> for the majority of my childhood. Um, and then I also started recognizing spirits as I got a little bit older, like maybe eight or nine, that I was seeing them in the house and seeing them in other people's houses or places that I would go. Um, and I also started to notice when I would get like premonitions or messages about things, um, like knowing somebody was going to come see me before they actually did, but they weren't, it wasn't like an expected visit or uh, when my um, my grandpa Rocky died. I knew he was going to die the day before mm -hmm. because I had a dream about it. And I remember telling my dad and he was like, Oh no, you're, you know, you're just, you're just anxious. That's, that was like always the theme as a child, you're sensitive, you're anxious. Like they sent me to therapy, everything. Um, but he did, he died the next day. And then later in my life as a teenager, same thing happened with my other grandpa. So little things like that. But, um, as I became an adult, of course, I got busy um, and I started a family. I started working and I kind of like that stuff was always in the background, but it wasn't the focus for me for a long time. And I also, as you get older, you learn that like these things are weird and, you know, you don't yeah. give yourself a lot of credit. I think the only time I did give myself credit was like when I was a teenager, because for like, like maybe a five-year block in the 90s it was super cool to be a witch and like super cool to be psychic and then that kind of like died off and you were weird again <laughs> away for a little bit um but my daughter who's now 20 almost 22 oh gosh um when she started going to high school i started to kind of like dive back in mm -hmm. to um my practices again it started with like a woman's group like a six-month coaching group that was like a spiritually led group and we learned a lot of modalities and then i studied with a medium for about six to eight months mm -hmm. um and then after that i just started you know practicing organically again i'm very like not chaosy but like i'm very intuitively led like mm -hmm. I, don't, I i know a lot of things and i read a lot of books and i always look at the information but i also am one of those people i'm like oh today i feel like pulling this and doing that and i just kind of go for it um and then over the last couple of years um i've been studying with some other teachers and just learning different modalities that you can use to talk to spirit and things like that so that's kind of how it started <laughs> love that i love how like when you were young you were like communicating with spirit and your family was just like oh, okay but even like after they were like oh like bypassing it almost right like it's just anxiety like do that like you were still like so strongly intuitive i feel like that's not something that you hear often which is pretty like incredible i think Oh, thank you. I mean, I feel like some people do it, but it definitely, I feel like everybody starts out that way, mm -hmm. whether they recognize it or not. But our society, like for the most part, just doesn't embrace that where I feel like, you know, maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny. My mom was visiting me like maybe last month and like, she's like open to the idea now that like, I'm a psychic medium, all these things. Um, I grew up Catholic, so she's very religious and, you know, 
she doesn't really understand it or like want to believe it yet. And she was like, I was like, oh, um, yeah, when I was really young, like my, both my grandparents passed when I was very young. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I would like talk to Grandpa Harry. And I just thought like that was my imagination. She was like, it started that young. Like what? And it, it's just like shocking to some people. Um, but yeah, you're so right. Like it happens to all of us. And then like life happens, like you said. Yeah. I mean, I feel very fortunate because I had a Catholic mother too. I'm Italian. So, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was raised Catholic, but she was like Catholic slash like into all these things. So mm-hmm. like she always told me she had ghosts come to see her in her room. And like, um, you know, she always talked about spirits that she saw in dreams and things mm-hmm. like that. She's actually the person that taught me to read tarot. Cause when I was a teenager, I started with Ouija board. <laughs> when I reconnected with my mom and we like stayed up all night talking one night and I told her about what was happening with me, that was the first person to validate it for me because my, I was raised by my father and my family just didn't validate those things. But that was kind of, she was like, you're doing Ouija board, like, woo, let's dial this back. <laughs> Let me teach you how to, to read tarot. And that's kind of how I started developing my tarot practice. And like, even though like lips, is primarily what I do. Tarot is like my home. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that that's the thing that I always go back to. Yeah, I feel the same exact way about tarot. Like I grab so many different things. I'm like, I love this. Like I'm very familiar with it. It just feels like so easy. And it's so nice that your mom was like also in that to help like guide you almost and keep you away from the Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never had like horrible experiences with the Ouija board. It was always very exciting for me because a lot of things happened. Like mm-hmm. I always felt like something happened. I met my first spirit guide through Ouija board actually. Um, but I could see how my mom would, especially with a Catholic background was like, wait, what you're doing? What? <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Um, so then why don't you tell us a little bit more about like how you got into like limp prints and le- reading like lips and stuff like that. Sure. So I, like I said, I've been doing tarot since I was like 14 and in my, um, my adulthood, like I always read for me, um, but I had like select family and friends that knew I read and like, I always kind of did it for them. And then once I started working with the medium that I was studying with, I became more encouraged to read tarot again. And actually at a time she taught a course on like the basics of tarot and I thought it was a good way for me to like learn like in a systematic way because my mom taught me in a more intuitive way mm-hmm. um, and so that helped really encourage me to practice using those skills as well and I started asking people to let me read for them and then the next thing I knew, people were always trying to pay me. <laughs> and at first I was like, no, 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 no. Like it was so hard for me to take money for it for a long time. And then eventually I came to the realization that like, if it keeps happening, I should be doing it. Um, and once I started to really get back into the practice of using that, it made me so much want to be able to merge like this very spiritual side of myself with the like normie side of myself. Um, So I reached out to um, a lip print reader in Texas who uses a method called lipsology. Mm -hmm. 
and was like, how do I learn lipsology? And so I, I had a conversation with them and I signed up to study with them for 18 months and learned lipsology um, and became a lipsologist. Um, but then once I, um, when I was getting close to the tail end of that, um, class, I also was studying different psychic modalities. And one of them that really, um, really stuck with me is scrying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you either crystal ball gaze or look through a mirror. Uh, personally, I like to use a black mirror. And um, after a while, I started to realize that I'm also scrying in lips. So I feel like I've kind of developed my own way of reading lip prints by using the basis of what I've learned through lipsology, but also using a scrying technique to extract information and kind of like the essence or the energy of what's happening with you at that moment and other bits of information when I read lips. That is just so cool. And I know I've told you this before, but I had like a mini lip print reading with you and it was incredible. The information that you could get just from like, I just gave you one set of lips and I know you usually do three, but I remember you sent me like a voice message and I was like, how did you know that from, it's just like incredible. Um, when did you start like doing lip print readings? So I started in 2020, I started studying lip, um, lipsology like in 2018, but I started in 2020 and um, it was actually perfect timing because it was the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. People were stuck at home and they were bored. So I ended up doing like a lot of family Zoom parties <laughs> and like work functions, like uh, team building experiences. And then even just like friends, like girls nights because people couldn't get together. Um, so it actually was a really cool environment to learn in. Um, and I was also able to really figure out like, how can I get lips from people without mm-hmm. seeing them in person? And, you know, um, how can I share the information with them um, without having them right there in front of me? So I feel like in a lot of ways, because I had the disadvantage of people being with me, um, it made me stronger and it made me like develop extra skill sets in regards to lip permitting that I might not have had. Yeah, that's really cool. So when you were studying lipsology, do they have like, oh, you look at like this part of the lip and this is like what this means? Or is it like more intuitive than that? No, it's definitely it's they call it the art and science okay. of um of reading lips, but they actually so it was developed by a woman named Jilly Eddy in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually a book that teaches you like the basics um that you can get. Um, but then when you study with them, they give you like the full breadth of information. It's kind of like taking a college course, like you literally study for a long time, but it's all about like a lot of different things. There's over like, I think a thousand markers or something in the lips through that specific, um, style. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about looking to find all these things in the lips and also like how they're placed and all kinds of things. But, um, like a lot of people try to ask me like, oh, is it similar to palm reading? And I always say no, because the one thing I can tell you about lips is it never stays the same because you are changing Mm -hmm. and your the way you kiss the piece of paper 
is going to change based on what's going on with you internally. It's like you can't necessarily control it. People try all the time, <laughs> but you can't really necessarily control like the amount of pressure you're putting or mm-hmm. the way you stamp it. Um, so it's like the one reading where you're using like your own DNA, like your own essence. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly going to evolve with you. There are things that sometimes will stay the same, like your personality trait, which is usually like your shape, like that usually stays consistent, but there are a lot of things that change over time. So I love looking at people over time, like where they were and where they are. So if you still have your single lip print, mm-hmm. um, send it to me after and we'll all look at it and compare it. Cause that's always interesting. Yeah. I think I definitely have it. This is like, this is just so interesting, like how you can just gain like so much information from it. And I love how you're able to like blend like these two worlds, right, that you absolutely love. And I think that just shows um, like everyone who's listening that like whatever like your like intuitive abilities are, like you could like mold it to whatever you want it to be, right? You can have that like little niche or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, I love that you say that you know, uh, you have a lot of people that listen to you that aren't necessarily like, um, they're, they're not like experts in spirituality, Mm -hmm. because I feel like the one thing people don't know about reading and like connecting with the other side, or even just connecting to things like this is that it doesn't have to be complicated and you don't have to be so rigid with it. I, I think everybody has the ability. It's just about figuring out what's best for you and how to draw that in and really working at it and practicing it. Um, and then anybody can, you know, get intuitive messages. Yes. I love that. I always say like, it's really like whatever you want it to be. And I always like go back to tarot because like on TikTok or social media, like people are always like, this is what the tarot card means, right? If you don't interpret it that way, like you're a fake psychic or you're a fake tarot reader. And it's like, it's so much more complicated than that. Because like you said, like spirit communicates us to us in different ways where like a tarot card can mean one thing to me and it can mean a completely different thing to you, but both could be legit, right? In that scenario. A hundred percent. And a tarot card could mean one thing to you today and something completely different to you tomorrow. And it can mean completely something different if there's another card in front of it and another card behind it. Like, I totally agree with you. I think um, that's why I'm really grateful that my mom actually taught me to read intuitively Mm -hmm. because... I didn't go in learning numerology, colors, mm-hmm. you know, what the different suits meant. I just went in like, what do you see? What do you, what what story does the spread tell? And honestly and truly, I feel like that's the best way to go about it, especially when you're starting out. Because if you get so caught up in all of that, you're never gonna get what's right for you. And yeah, I I think there I love that social media has <laughs> given us the opportunity mm-hmm. to make us a little less weird and share <laughs> this information. But I do hate that everybody's always like, no, you're wrong and I'm right. No, 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 no. It's like chill, people. Yeah. It's it's just so much <laughs> more complicated than that. Like it's not black or white, it's just like all gray. Um, and people like always ask me that because it's really overwhelming to learn tarot if you're learning it like from like the book, right? Like numerology, all like, I don't even go into like the colors and stuff. I, I taught myself intuitively. People are like, how did you do this? I'm like, you just like figure it out. And like, there are some things that like you'll read that just don't resonate with you. And that's like, fine, just leave it and just do your own thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, I totally agree with all that. Okay. So 
I know that you're a glamour witch and I identify as a witch, but I don't really play with glamour magic or like really makeup like in my own life or like anything like that. So can you like one, tell us what a glamour witch is and then go into like maybe different practices or like what you get out of like that type of witchcraft? Okay. So the first thing I want to say is you don't have to play with makeup to be a glamour witch. (laughs) So I can help you there. Um, Glamour magic is really using magic to draw in attraction, um, to draw in love, to draw in the things that you want. Now, most people will tell you it's strictly external and that there are very, again, specific rigid (laughs) rules around glamour magic. I do not subscribe to that. Um, For me, I believe that glamour magic starts with being an inside job and it starts with you doing internal work and using magical practices in a practical way that is more um, like daily small habits or at least habits that you do more often to help create those feelings or to create that, that, um, those things that you want to draw in for you first before you can go and project outward in other places. So the way that I got into glamour magic is I always have done magic th- throughout my life, mm-hmm. um, but I've also had to do a lot of self-work throughout my life, for self-esteem, for body image, for confidence. And um, I've always used methods like EFT tapping and things like that. Um, but what I realized at some point, just kind of naturally, is that, hey, I could incorporate the magic that I do elsewhere into little rituals to help make me feel more confident inside, to help me love myself no matter where I am and what I'm doing every day. And that if I do that, then I'm going to be so much more magnetic to the people around me and the work that I do to draw in the things I want externally is going to be that much more powerful because the foundation is already set. So I initially started with mirror work because I think mirror work is so powerful when you're working on self-esteem and confidence. And what I would do is I would just work with the moon cycle. So every new moon, mm-hmm. I would write down something that I wanted to believe about myself. I would, And I would try to do it in a way that I was like canceling out a negative self-talk or something that I didn't want to think about myself anymore. And so I would use post-its. I love post-its and I have different colored ones. So I would try to use like, if it was confidence, maybe I would use like, you know, a yellow post-it because I wanted to work with that chakra or something. And I would write messages down. And sometimes I would also integrate numbers. So if it was like three messages, because three is the magic number, I would do that. And I would put them on my mirror so that every day I had to look at them and every day I had to say them out loud while I was getting ready for work. And then on the full moon, I would take them down and I would consider them done like 
I've now internalized them and I would burn them and then start over. So that's how I got started. And then eventually I transitioned into enchanting my lipstick and enchanting my, you know, skin lotion and even doing like a full bath for myself for healing or whatever it was. Um, and even taking like affirmations that I needed to start my day and stirring them in my tea or my coffee and just little things like that, you know? I love that. So again, I obviously knew nothing about glamour magic before you spoke about it. Um, but I love that it's like basically like giving yourself that like self-love, like whatever you need. Um, cause I didn't realize like that was part of it, but it makes so much sense that that's like a foundation. I feel like that's just so useful to like everyone, right? Because we are all doing like the self-work. We're all trying to do this healing and to like have a, um, ritual that you do like every day or whatever it is to build that up uh is amazing and then I didn't even realize like that just makes you more magnetic for like manifesting is essentially like what you're doing right yeah and I also want to make it for me realistic so that I could do it every day because the reality is I'm not going to do a full-on ritual every day nobody has time for that <laughs> I mean some people do. I don't currently maybe someday yeah. Um, so I wanted to make it easy and like accessible, but I mean, now that I've kind of gotten that foundation, I can go ahead and flip it around when I need it. So, you know, one thing I talk about a lot is the red lipstick thing because red lipstick usually will make you feel really good. I know it does for me. I, for years, didn't wear colors on my lips. And then one day someone forced me to put a red lipstick on and I was like, wow, I feel like a baddie, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but the thing that we know about red is that it's a power color. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a money color. It's a love color. So that color is attracting those things to you just naturally. So why wouldn't you wear red lipstick if you have a big board meeting? Like you want everyone to listen to you in the room and command respect, red lipstick. And if you want a very specific purpose, why wouldn't you do a little ritual around it? Mm -hmm. Light a candle, clear some, you know, light some incense, say an incantation over it, do it on a specific moon cycle. Why wouldn't you? It just made those kind of things just make logical sense to me. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree with that, especially when you were like saying like you stir your intention into like your coffee or tea. Like I do that too. I didn't realize that that's like connected to glamour magic. But again, that's something that some most people do every day, right? Have a cup of coffee or something like that. And it's just so easy to incorporate in whatever you're already doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think everybody will agree with me that it's incorporated into glamour magic, but a lot of, <laughs> time, but a lot of time my intention or what I'm trying to dispel is around attraction. So yeah. if I want people to, you know, think something about me that day, or if I want to walk in somewhere confident, mm -hmm. I'm going to stir in, like I'm going to walk da 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 da, you know, yeah. I want to get rid of my bad attitude on a Monday morning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stir the other way <laughs> and say an intention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but the, also I, I feel sometimes like working with what you're drinking or what you're eating can be glamour magic because of the intention that you're putting into it and it's going into your body mm -hmm. so again to me it makes logical sense yeah i think that makes so Not much sense. yeah yeah agreed i guess it comes down to your intention 
but no, that makes so much sense. Like it's, everything's like starting to click for me now. So I love it. I love it. You don't wear makeup, but like, I'm sure you put on a face serum, right? Yeah. So like every day, something that I do is I like drop my three little drops of my face oil in my hand and I'll think about like, what do I want? What do I want to, how do I want to face the world today? So here again, we're just using like logic. Yeah. Okay. How do I want to face the world? I'll think about it. I'll say it. I'll, and then I'll start massaging it and I'll say it over and over again to myself while I'm applying it. Um, you know, just like you can use a specific makeup if you ever start up for specific things like if I'm working with boundaries like a lot of times I if I want to have a clear boundary or I want to set a clear boundary or I want to be strong enough to set that boundary I'm going to use like my contour because mm. to me like creating a hard line that creates a boundary if I want someone to see me in a specific way I might say that incantation into an eyeliner and then apply that eyeliner and then I might pick a specific color of eyeliner depending on what that is so yeah I, I just love all of this. There's just so many ways that you could do it depending on like what you do and what you like and all that kind of stuff. Like anyone can do it. Yeah. Anyone can do it. And like the reality is, is yes, you can learn how to do anything from a million books, a million teachers, but at the end of the day, every single thing you learn was written by somebody somewhere at some point. And like, it's not law. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, if you follow to me, it's like, if you follow your own intuition, like that should be your law, like, or like that mm-hmm. should be your like touch point. Like you're knowing, like just trust your knowing. Yes. Exa- I love that. And I talk about that a lot on here is like, just figure out like what resonates with you or like what spirit is showing you and just go for it. Like you don't need someone to tell you like, yes, that's the right way because there, there is no right way. Like we were talking before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I know that tonight you're going to do a little lip print reading for me. I'm so excited about this. Um, so I sent you three, I guess, lip prints that I did. And I know you have like a little reading, so I don't know if we want to go over that now. Yes, perfect. So just for clarity for the listeners, she's um, Catherine sent me three lip prints that she created at the same time. Um, and that's important when reading lips, unless you're doing something called a progressive reading. And that would be where I read your lips over time to see how you were doing. Oh, you know what? Um, I want to share the screen with you, but I just need you to enable me. Too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Because I want you to see what I'm talking about while I talk about it. I'm like, let me see if I can do the. Hold on. Okay, I think you should be able to now. <laughs> yes, perfect. Okay. All righty. So the first thing that really stood out to me about your lips is your shape you are a like just classic triangle through and through and i i made the triangles on your lips so you could see it so your your bottom is flat you arch your lip up into a point and what i think you want to you should know about this is triangles are like such a um a sturdy shape right like they they hold everything together. So you have this really uh, 
great ability to be really strong, but what you also do is you really like to support other people. So I don't know if you realize that about yeah. yourself. You are like you being in a supportive role is what you love to do. Um, as I was looking at your lips and thinking more about your shape, what really came to me is I feel like you feel like your need to support is like your great work, mm -hmm. like your purpose, your calling. Um, I also noticed that you're kind of practical and grounded, um, even though you're very spiritual. Um, but that even though you're very like logical and practical, you have this ability to like dream big dreams, like you have a big vision um, and that you really want to bring those to fruition. Like you have a lot of drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Everything resonates. <laughs> Um, your energy levels though, are very up and down. So the way I see that visually is that your coloration in your lips for all three is very spotty. Um, and it's not even in any one place. So I think this is really directly connected to this, like, idea you have about being a support or being of service and that you might be like, over committing mm -hmm. um because you like when you commit you feel so good about it i feel like i just kept getting the sense like you really like if you're committing even if you're tired you're like yes i'm so happy i was able to do that for somebody like it just brings you such joy but i feel like you really have a hard time stopping yourself when you know you shouldn't be of service to others <laughs> yes a hundred percent because i'm like i'm helping someone so like there's something good coming out of it yeah B boundaries <laughs> yeah, so i actually said in my notes that i really feel like for you because you are a very logical pragmatic person you have that side to yourself that what might work really well for you is creating a structure around downtime and i don't mean just like downtime like I'm hanging out by the pool because I feel like for you you need downtime of like mind downtime too like downtime to you doesn't mean just like relaxing on a beach like you got to do things to stop your mind from constantly going because you're very analytical and your brain is like always on so like where you might think downtime is meditation that's still like work Mm -hmm. downtime for you is like watch a funny movie you know what I mean like yeah. completely disarm your brain so that you can just really rest and truly just take a break yes that resonates I that resonates completely this week too I really needed to hear that message um I went to a sound bath last night and that was like the first time I was actually able to like rest this week so Totally yeah, that, a sound bath is perfect for you. It's like, it's almost like you need to involve yourself in activities where your mind doesn't have the time to sit around and spin. That's why I feel like meditation for you is not, is not um, downtime because like, even though you're in meditation, like you, have, you go in with a purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you have an intention and like you're focused on that. So you're meditating, but you're, you're still not resting. Yeah. I'm still working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, your size of your lips is pretty small. So again, but this is the part that tells me like you're analytical, you're detail oriented. Um, I also got like, do you love math or did you ever love math? 
So it's so funny you bring that up. I have an engineering degree. Like that's what my undergrad degree is in. Okay. Cause I totally got that. Like you love math. And then the other thing I got that is like, you love the stars or astrology or you did as a kid. Um, it's so funny, but I also got that you might be a really good listener and you have a lot of compassion. Um, again, going back to your energy, this might be where you need to put some structure around that too. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, Cause I also get the sense that like you are like that person that for everybody else is like the bartender, the hairdresser, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The yeah. person everybody goes to to like offload uh -huh. and you're, and that's because you're like, I'm here to be of service. <laughs> Lay it on <laughs> me. Yeah. I'm here to listen to you. <laughs> um, I did see that, you know, there's a lot of lines going through your lips and that right now it might be a little bit of a stressful time. It's Mercury in retrograde, totally understandable. Um, I also noticed that in your inner, um, around the inner portion of your mouth, you have a really deep coloration there. Mm -hmm. And that really tells me that like you protect your energy. I see this a lot in mediums. So I think this might be like, just like your energetic protection because you connect with spirit. Um, the other thing I really noticed though about your lines, if you look at these little pink arrows at the top, those are, um, that is indicating like a, like a, a mark maybe from a, from a past trauma or like the loss of a loved one mm. that you have in that upper lip. Um, and I forgot to tell you this, but your upper lip and your, is your outside world and your lower lip is your internal world. Mm. Um, so, but the good news is for you is it's barely visible. So I feel like you are at like the tail end of like some really deep healing. I love that. <laughs> um, you also have, I'm going to switch this next page because I want to show you. So I zoomed in so you could see, do you see these little lines? At yeah. The so those are called spirit lines. That literally is a physical manifestation of like your direct connect to like to energy and spirit. Like those are the lines. I like to, I always call them in my mind, like the fingers of God. Like, I don't know why that's what it always comes to my mind when I see them, but it's really like you showing up as a, a psychic or a medium or spirit connected, whatever you want to call it. Oh my God. That's so cool. <laughs> Um, the positioning of your lips was funny. The immediate thing I thought when I saw it is that if you could go through life backwards up a slide, you would. And what <laughs> I meant by that was that like you start at a very grounded, pragmatic place and you would like to go up to like a very like dream place, like almost like a, like a childlike place. Like it's almost like the Benjamin Button effect, but like for like dreaming a big vision and and like living like a life that isn't like set by like capitalistic standards uh -huh. or like you know where like you have no boundaries like almost felt like you want to go backwards up the fool's journey if that makes sense like yeah you can just like skip happily and not worry about what's ahead and just <laughs> trust that everything's going to be fine and you're going to be able to service people and have this amazing life like that's kind of how i felt is how you sort of try to work towards things. But I also noticed that you also are very um, 
like you're very open but you also are very realistic and you try to like play it safe too mm -hmm. so you have like you have a lot of duality because you really have this one side that's like very analytical very pragmatic very grounded like very normy mm -hmm. <laughs> and like very much like like i said you said you're an engineer like i can totally see that about you and then you have this other side of you that is like so open and just like a giant heart like when i when i see mm -hmm. you like i just see like green light like heart energy um and you just want to like help people and like feed your soul and like all the things like you know what i mean it's just like two totally opposite things but i feel like you're really trying to move more of your life away from the grounded part of you and like open yourself up more and more every day to this mm -hmm. like heart centered, open, loving, caring person, you know? Yeah. That makes so much sense. Especially since like before this, we were talking and I was like, yeah, when I'm like in my 3d life, like that's all it is. And then when I'm in like my spiritual, it's like all it is. It's like two different worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I totally saw that. And then the other thing I saw was that like, you are very, um, you're very personable with people and like you're a secret keeper. Um, so like, that's why your, your lips are like held together shut. Like you keep confidential information, like under wraps, you do not gossip. Like you are very quiet. You probably a lot of, but a lot of people probably don't even know a lot of personal things about you, even if they feel like they know you, like you don't talk about things to other people. And so I feel like because of that, people are really, really drawn to you. And so you might have like a million acquaintances that think you guys are like super best friends, but like, there are very, very few people that actually are like really in your inner circle and really, truly know you and really, truly get like, like a view of what your, your actual world is. Um, and I think that is because part of you is like, you know, that practical person and like you're pragmatic. And then also I think you like, because of what you do in, you try to keep yourself safe. I guess mm -hmm. way, you know, and make yeah. sure like the people that you are really close to like that, that those are the right people for you. And I also feel like you're not somebody who wants like a thousand friends, like you want a tight, close knit, like tribe, you know, because like, that's the people you want to like do work with and like experience like the spiritual realm with and like be able to share all the ranges of who you are with. Yes. A hundred percent. That's spot on. Um, let's see what other things can I highlight here? Um, oh, the other thing that I thought was kind of funny um, is that you do have a little bit of a flat top mm -hmm. on your lips. So where no most people would have a Cupid bow there. Yours is kind of flat. And the reason why I think that is, is you don't really worry too much about how you look on the outside or like, mm. like how the way you look affects an outsider's perspective of who you are. And that makes total sense. You sat here and just told me I never wore makeup. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's not like the, I don't give up that yeah. people think about me, but it's kind of like, yeah, this is who I am. And like, I'm just going to show up as that and like, 
what they think is not my business. Like, yeah, that from you very much. Exactly. Yeah. That that's spot on. I actually like said that to someone this week. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. This was so much fun. I love these lip print ratings. I think they're so interesting. Um, I'm just like obsessed with them. And again, it's just amazing. Like the information that you could get from like three lip prints. That's like so spot on, like everything that you said. Yeah. You know, I just, I can't say enough how much I think really a lot that has to do with that is you're like laying down your own energy mm -hmm. on a piece of paper and it's like leaving a little, a little essence behind, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And I love how over time it can change and you could like compare it, especially like there was that one line you were like, it seems like you're closing like this trauma or this wound or whatever. Right. So like knowing that, like you can almost like track progress in like some way that's like more um, finite, I guess. Right. Cause you're looking at the lips and you can be like, Oh, well this line was this big. And now it's like this big. It's almost for those people who are very like pragmatic and analytical. Like that's nice to see rather than just like me pulling tarot cards being like, Oh yeah, it feels like you're about past this. Right. Yeah. And the other cool thing about lips in addition to that is like you can use it as a temperature check at least i do because i do it all the time yeah so i take my lip prints all the time like a couple times a week and i like to use it as a like where am i at right now like what's going on with me because a lot of times you're too busy you're too tired you're too close and you don't necessarily even are, know what's going on with you. Like you're not always consciously in touch with it. I would say nine times out of 10, a good portion of the information I give people, they're like, oh yeah, I know that. Or they're like, oh yeah, that is happening. But they just don't realize it because our world is so fast paced they're, that people don't have the time to truly be like in touch with themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I like to use it as a practice for me, like before I go into my day, like where am I at and what's happening with me right now? And like, how can I like analyze this and help myself have a, you know, a better day or accomplish what I want or, you know, something yeah. like that. I love that. I love that so much. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell everyone how they could get in contact with you or what services you offer and all of those things? Awesome. Thank you. So you can get in touch with me at thelipstickwitch.com or the Lipstick Witch on Instagram. I offer tarot readings, lip print readings. I do events and parties. So lip print reading especially is always a big hit at a birthday party, a bachelorette party, any kind of celebration. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, this was fantastic. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> thank you. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Bye everyone. Thanks.